Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello the boys. Hello the girls. Hello the fans. 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 40. Hello and welcome to episode 40 of The Front Three. Joining me is the one and only David O'Brien. Hello Adam, how are you pal? See how I switched it about, do you like that? Do you like that? Yeah, you're very excited today. Can you explain to us why, you, why you're so pumped? Because it's Saturday, Dave. I'm always Gosh. pumped for the weekend. Of uh, football in action. Spurs have got Newcastle, so I'm even more pumped. That's going to come back and bite me. Uh, Lawrence, how are you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. Good weekend. It's nice Pretty to be here, right? Good. It is. Euro draws today, so it is. Um, come on, Albania. Excited to see who. I want. I want England. Have they got a fifty percent chance of getting a home nations team? Is that right? Am I right in saying that? Uh, I mean, it is high. I'm yeah. excited for that. I would love to have Wales or Republic of Ireland in the group. Um, Northern Ireland, not so much, but. Um, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited for one of you those. Know, <laughs> Two of those three. Not so much. <laughs> um, guys, we're here to do the questions. That's the other reason I'm excited, because we've got so many good questions. We've got so many good questions, we're going to have to absolutely power through them. Quick fire. Are you ready? So much to cover, isn't there? Right. We're going to start off. First question, Piotr Gala on Twitter asks, name one realistic signing you'd like for your team to make this winter transfer window. That is a tough one to start off with. Dave, I'll come to you first. Manchester United, who should they be signing in January? I'm going to go with Riyad Mahrez. I think he's oh, a I realistic like option. Realistic. Um, can create something out of nothing. Really drives at defenders. Got really good feet. How, how much would you be happy United. to pay for him? For United to pay for him? That's the problem, you know. 15? 15, problem, 20 million minimum. I'd say Jeez. 20 million minimum. Uh, Lawrence, who have you got your own? Uh, over the past week, Liverpool have been linked with uh, the Serbian from Belgrade, only 19 years old, Marko Grujic, is it? Um, now, he's been doing pretty well this season uh, for Red Star Belgrade. Um, kind of plays a number eight role. Uh, in a, not, not the same uh, position as Emre Chan, but certainly uh, someone who could bring the ball out from defence. He's, he's got a bit of height to him. So he's 191. He could sort of play in a number 10, if you liked, He's definitely an attacking-esque midfielder, so I'd imagine he'll complement what Liverpool have right now. Mm. I'd like to see him. He's young. He'd be one of the young guys mm. that I think uh, would fit into the squad well right now. I I, like I'm him. trying to think of experience. Um, and I, I'll be honest, I found that a little bit harder because I, I think Liverpool might wait till the summer for that. Yes. Um, I would like to see Spurs sign Breelin Bolo, who's this talented Basel striker. He's only 18 years old. Spurs get in there first before all the big clubs. Bring him in. He's the he's a new Didier Drogba apparently. Um, sign him on Football really? Manager. He's pretty decent. I'm, so, I'm still um, to start Football Manager. Come on, mate. I've only made my character. Then I got bored. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big fan of um, 
you know the character building but the the rest is great uh next question um best and worst stadium you have ever visited that's a tough question i haven't actually been to that many stadiums so um that's a oh, tough God. question uh, it's very niche the worst stadium I've, I've ever been to is a stadium in italy um from a team called Varese. it's a club near milan oh, and yeah. that stadium is absolutely rubbish best really? stadium i'd say the i'd say the Bernabeu. i was impressed really? by the Bernabeu. yeah wow I, I was very impressed by St. James's Park when I first get there because you get to Newcastle and I think a lot of people underestimate what Newcastle is and then you see St. James's Park and it looks like a Champions League stadium. It kind of sits a little bit higher than everything else. It's clearly a Premier League stadium but it's surrounded by, uh, you know, there's, there's, a, there's still the pub on the corner. Unfortunately, there's Sports Direct logos around everywhere but apart from that, it's a lovely stadium. The most impressive I've ever been to though was... Uh, I'm trying to think of worst. I mean, you could say Millwall, the Den, is a pretty bad stadium to go to if you're an away fan because you <laughs> instantly get put into like a cattle grid because they're trying to keep you away from the dangerous fans. Um, and then the best was Shakhtar Donetsk, by far. Wow. Um, it has like a little utopian garden outside. And it's such a shame that that stadium's now gone because it looked amazing. It looked like a blue spaceship. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and really lovely. And, and there's, there's like a Lovelock Bridge... Um, and all sorts of things there. So it's it's perfect. Here's a good question from Gupret Kushik. K- K- um, yeah, does he play? He plays for uh, Stoke City, right? He's number number oh, ten for Stoke City. Bojan Oh yes, yeah, <laughs> must be a distant cousin or something. Uh, isn't Van Hal the best option Manchester United can get? The club can only go down post Fergie. Carlo, he says. Um, yeah, Carlo. We were talking about that earlier. It's Carlo. Why don't they go for Carlo, Dave? I don't know. I don't know what they need to do right now. I think there's so much. That <laughs> are you are you out. are you LVG out, Dave? I don't. I, don't, I think that it's more than that. It's more than uh, it's it's just more than that. The club's going the wrong way at the moment. It sort of dawned on me today the old Gary the, the thing that Gary Lineker said how United are turning to Liverpool in the eighties and it's no, so then, true. No. And it could just happen like that, you know. You know what pisses you know what pisses me off is that. Oh, now Gary Lineker said it. It's all the bloody rage. Well, don't get Lawrence started on pundits, Dave. Don't get him started. Before we dive okay. in with that, I've been looking at some stats today, right? Okay, hit me. And so I was looking over the last four seasons in Europe's top five leagues, right? Mm-hmm. And Manchester United, play this season, have played the most passes yes. per shot in the whole, the whole database, apart mm. from one team. That was Barcelona under Tita Villanova, um, and it's just that's just incredible. So I Man United think... are playing around 49 passes per shot on goal they're getting. And I think what you could look at in terms of um, looking at that metric passes per shot, it's in a way of how, how direct a team is. And I was just looking through the list of teams and all the teams I've liked over the last few seasons, you know, the likes of Borussia Dortmund, the likes of Bayer Leverkusen, mm. you know, Real Madrid under Ancelotti when they were counter-attacking, they've all got quite a low uh, number of passes per shot on goal they're taking. So it's one of those things where... I think United are, are literally on the other scale of teams that I like watching. They are de- well. I just, I would like to say, I said this to Lawrence earlier, I think what's making Louis van Gaal look particularly bad is when you look at when he joined the club, um, you know, he's sort of failing to get his ideas across to the players, maybe, you'd say now. But you look at who else has been in the job a similar amount of time. Look what he's doing, Pochettino. Look oh, at the yeah. effect. He's, he's been in the same amount of time as Louis van Gaal in his job. Right. Look at the effect he's having already. I think so for Leuven Howe, is that not inexcusable? I know there are problems bigger than that in terms of strategy of the club. You know, they're in charge yeah. of the signings in many ways, the likes of Ed Woodward, which doesn't help. But at the same time, 
you'd think the manager would be able to look at Klopp. Klopp hasn't signed anyone yet at Liverpool. He's still managed to get his ideas across, making players look better. And he's been there, although, what, three months? Although, Adam, you'd still say that there are still, there's still elements of um, problems with Klopp in the fact that he can't get them to play against certain sides. Uh, but, that, but he's that, only that's been maybe, there a few months. That's, ma- that's a nebulous point. With, yeah, mm. good point. Nebulous I think it's a joke that the likes of Fellaini ideas are, Part of it, though, would also be... I think people uh, do slightly overestimate or underestimate Fellaini depending on what importance <sighs> they put on the kind of football they like to watch. Ridiculous. Um, but Fellaini is useless wherever you play him. I'm being like at this level, he is not good enough. But I, I, I also he's not, he's not good enough at any position. He's not I good also, enough at number ten. The bench. He's not, he's not Dave, good enough at centre back, defensive midfield, anywhere. I think Dave, would, <laughs> but I think you'd appreciate him more if he was played if he played at another team. I just don't mm. think that he looks like the kind of player that Manchester United need right now. I think that's, I think yeah, that's that that also same, plays into the Gary Lineker point. Uh, or the overall he point is that most bloody pundits have been made bloody pundits two years started, now, don't that, get him that, that United shouldn't follow the same uh, way as Manchester United uh, as Liverpool sorry and that would be part of the point is there's, there's a lot of there's either criticism of individuals and then criticism of the mass system and I think it's a little bit of a mixture of both um, and Va- Van Gaal certainly isn't always in charge of all the signings mm. and can't be credited oh. with all problems but that's part of the problem is that some people are saying, is this almost, um, someone on The Guardian was saying, is this almost Emperor's New Clothes-esque for, with Van Gaal? I don't know if it's to that degree, but I'm just wondering what his remit is. Now, I, I don't mm. know if we're evaluating him fairly sometimes. I think that's why it swings from one end to the other. He's doing fantastic, he's doing terribly. Bear in mind, they, play, they played all right against Wolfsburg. They, I think they, again, that's one of their best games of the season so but, far. But then tactically, so the only mm. time United have opened up in terms of that game, they were quite open. There was so many tactical issues there. For example, the lack of, um, you know, Fellaini was supposed to be positioned next to Bastian Schweinsteiger sitting in front of the back four. Bastian Schweinsteiger was pretty much playing in midfield on his own. Tactically, there's That's something the thing, there that I think you could... hasn't quite worked out. And it seems like you can't, you can't get the, t- the team scoring if he's playing an open style. If they're playing a negative style, they're just so rubbish to watch and they're so poor at you know, scoring goals in a way, and you don't win the league without. I scoring think the goals thing is, yeah, you can make the you can make the caveats for he's not in charge of signings. Um, so, for example, Schweinsteiger coming in, he's not perhaps the player they needed in midfield. He doesn't bring that the the pace. He doesn't bring any sort of you know protection to the defence. But at the same time, you can only judge him on what he can control. Like Dave saying, tactically, I mean, some of the substitutions he's making as well yeah, are absolutely cool. bizarre. You'd also and that's the stuff he is in control of. Yeah, but you'd also imagine there's there's other things where he is he responsible for the outgoings as well because that exactly. in that. Yeah, got that's why you've Chirito. got to make the... They've also gotten rid of uh, Yanazai. Which also is Shinji Kagawa. They've also know. got out on loan so we can't, Wilson right now. It's almost so unfair to judge him on we, that, yeah. Because we don't know if he's... There's a ways to string him up, uh, yeah. I'd imagine. But there's also, I think there are small positives to take within that, that there is progression I amongst agree. some, right. some of the core, yeah. the core squad within there. So it's not all doom and gloom, but I think yes. what people are going, they're evaluating the immediate and extrapolating it to the long term. I, I think it's somewhere between the two. Yes. There needs to be a happy medium. Let's get on to the next question from James Kaser. Always submitting the good questions. He said, thoughts on Lukaku's amazing form? It's pretty amazing. Um, wish Spurs had signed him uh, Great thoughts, back Adam. when he was uh, back when he was available. But uh, Dave, what are the stats on him? Come on! Oh, he's banging for money. Uh, absolutely banging. <laughs> oh, fantastic! Is, is um, he, I think the thing that you can insight. look at in terms, of, <laughs> We're giving. in terms of the stats, Lukaku is quite an interesting one. Where at West Brom, he was absolutely awesome. You know, he's, he scored twenty goals that season. Uh, his chance conversion was through the roof, um, and. It's similar to this season at Everton. Like last season at Everton, he was quite poor, wasn't taking his chances. He wasn't playing. Uh, it felt like he wasn't confident. It's really weird how the two young players in that Everton team, that last season, uh, Lukaku and Barkley, looked really, really short of confidence. But now Martinez has taken those two players and he's, he's said to them this season, obviously playing them, 
fully confidence behind them and that it just shows. And again, sorry to go back to Manchester United, but that tweet I did that got absolutely hammered a few a few months ago about the confidence in players that Van Hal doesn't doesn't bring for young players. It's all this negative negative energy. It's so true, and this is the brilliant situation of it that Martinez is giving players confidence. And Van Hal is destroying players' confidence. He's <laughs> always bad to Van Hal. Here's a related question. Um, Harry, HJD Cornish, said, is it unfair to blame Chelsea for selling the players like De Bruyne and obviously Lukaku we just talked about when they were fairly unproven? Um, I, think... I, think, I think it is. I think the point would be that Chelsea bought them on the idea that they were incredibly promising. And the amount, the amount they sold them for would suggest they thought they were talented as well. Lukaku, 25 million, De Bruyne, 18 million. Yeah, and so again, it sort of of shows the short-termism, I think, at at Chelsea. Very much so. Uh, Um, Thomas Lang says, favourite football boots this season. Um, I'm liking those New Balance ones. They've got New Balance. They've joined the football game and I quite like them. If you're listening, New Balance, send us some free boots. That'd be good. (laughs) Um, is, is that how it works? <laughs> I, 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 I think so. It is. <laughs> yeah, um, you just get a podcast. Say so you like the, boots. Why else would you start like, a podcast? Um, like the, uh, the Adidas Asens X or whatever. Ooh, yeah, the the two of those good. are uh, two good boots. Go on, Dave. What's your shout? I just like you know standard black boots. I'm really boring black with boots. I do like the New Balance ones. The, Aaron, the ones that Aaron Ramsey wears. The orange ones are quite nice. Ram- I just quite like Ramsey. Them. If I was to wear boots, I wouldn't wear anything fancy. You don't, want to, um, you don't want that. You don't want that on the football pitch. You just want to, you're there to play football, not to wear pretty boots. Well, that's part of football, Dave. That is Sorry, part of football. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I've got, uh, I've, uh, I've, also, I've got a Van Gaal uh, departure 11 that was made on, uh, made on football plur. Um, in, in the back, they've got Lingard. Then you've got Ooh. Vidic or Rio. You've got Evans. You've got Raphael. And then Everett on the other side. Just in front of that is Fletcher. Kagawa kind of sits in number 10 role. Welbeck on one side, Nani on the other, Van Persie up front, and Hernandez uh, next to him. I mean, that's not a bad side. You'd say that at least some of those would have made a substitute appearance for United the other night. Uh, although you would also say that some of them were in the wrong timeline. The problem was with the United, they almost had to clear a wage bill as well. Van Persie's massive in wages and just wasn't uh, cost. A lot of those players that I've just named there would not be cost-effective players for Manchester United now. I think that's part of it is they're looking for a lot of cost-effectiveness. And I wonder if that's why certain players are loaned out, etc., etc. Um are we bringing every question back onto Louis Van Gaal? Are we just going to yes. bash it? <laughs> What's your favourite boots? Louis Van Gaal. Louis Van Gaal's bloody boots. Well, uh, yeah. I said that. Well, funny you say that. Um, right, next question is from the wonderfully named The Hole on Twitter. Yes. At Jay Stockton 98 His username's The Hole. Well played, mate. I hope that's a reference to us. Um, who's, <laughs> who's got a better chance of making the top four, Spurs or Everton? Hashtag Spurs. I am The Hole. Spurs, Next. come on. Um, Faze Palwala, that boy Faze on Twitter said, um, is investing too much in youth hurting Manchester United? None of the 20... <laughs> what do you reckon, Dave? No, it's not. It's such a good question. He almost wrong. hit the ball too well. Mm. <laughs> It's, just the, it's the wrong situation for some of these young players. Yes, they're going to get a great education into in terms of positional play, uh, zonal play. You know, it's very good for their education and working under Louis Van Gaal. But ultimately, like Louis Van Gaal is sort of saying, you're going to get the real, the real, um, you know, the, the real players in a way after he leaves. The confidence will come back. They'll be more flip. They'll be more free. They'll score more goals. They'll create more chances, and they'll be better. You know, whatever position they are, they will improve. So that's the kind of thing with Louis Van Gaal. It's so structured. It's so feels like a, sort of, a zone of hatred. And then just get free. You're like a you're like a 
young son. What am I looking for? Son. I've lost it, lads. Like <laughs> I can see that. Um, I'm just thinking the title of this episode is going to be like, you know, Louis Van Hal bashing. He's getting a Louis Van Hal bashing on this uh, To be fair, we've equaled it out. I don't think it's all um, bashing. Sort of. Um, uh, very, very happy for Yaya Toure, by the way, winning African Player of the Year. Just worth what, a mention. What does Aubameyang have to do to win it, though? Eh? Uh, yeah, Next year. Um, Adam... Uh, my good friend Adam, who had a little chat Scottish football about a few episodes right, ago, okay. said... Uh, you talking about yourself for a <laughs> My good friend, good friend me. <laughs> Such a great guy, so handsome. Uh, do you believe Jack Grealish made the right choice choosing to play for England when he could be playing for Ireland in Euro 2016? I think uh, people look at this the wrong way, um, that it was uh, a choice motivated by footballing thoughts. I think, obviously, we don't know the whole story, but I assume Jack Grealish is... Uh, is he Grealish dick, do you think, in the way that he's... <laughs> is he what, sorry? Has he been Grealish dick? Uh, I think he... I don't think it's about him thinking, is it Grealish dick? But he was, he's yeah. born in England. Uh, he's got an English uh, mother and uh, a Birmingham-born father. So he qualifies for Ireland for his grandfather. Obviously... He feels like, I assume, the reason he chose is because he associates more with England. So yeah. I think it's unfair to say, oh, do you think he made the right choice to, to play? Because uh, if it was me, for example, that's not really much of a choice. You'd choose to play for England because you identify more with England. So I feel it's a bit unfair to... I think I felt like a lot of people were bashing Jack Grealish because he chose England. Oh, why didn't he choose Ireland when maybe it's more of an emotional decision than, oh, he only chose England because he wants to win, you know. Blah, blah, blah. He needs to grow up first, doesn't he, before he gets into it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying Jack Grealish is, you know, the uh, epitome of a humble and intelligent footballer, <laughs> but I'm just saying that maybe in that instance, he didn't necessarily do anything wrong. Correct. Next. Um, this is a bit of a big question. James... Halloran free on Twitter said, uh, "How do you think the Premier League's new TV money should be used mm. uh, for that... charity?" Yes, give it all to charity. If you're listening, Richard Scudamore. Um, I think it should be. Some of it should be. I think a lot of it should be used for. It's not sort of wonder. Should the Premier League be more prescriptive in the way it has to be used? Should they sort of be? Obviously, you know, some clubs are going to use it for paying off certain things. But should they sort of say, you know, you have to make a percentage of that go towards? Academy or local area development, those kind of things. It should, shouldn't it? Really, I agree. I think that's that's hundred percent as much money in grassroots football as possible with all this, you know, new billions and billions of pounds. Get it down. It doesn't. It, it doesn't. I mean, outwardly, the Premier League doesn't seem like a very um, uh, socially minded organisation, but I imagine <laughs> inwardly there are people who are working towards that. It is just very hard to rein in. Let's rinse through some of these questions then uh surprise surprise i would like to hear that before i get my question read out we're going to rinse through these ones <laughs> another su surprise surprise another manchester united question this is from john shin the main man john shin um he said hey guys who do you think should be the next manager to take over at united pep or carlo or big shouts at the moment um i think for united fans surely they would love to have pep at old trafford that'd be a dream wouldn't Holy it day. Well, I think that would work, wouldn't it? The same oh. again. It's the same style, but yeah, then very different. Mm. There's a lot more fluidity in Guardiola's um, teams, and I think that's what United are lacking so much at the moment: is that freedom to move, the freedom to interchange positions. Mm. But then Carlo is a good option. You, know, you listen to Ronaldo speaking recently in the media, saying how. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. He loves, you know, he loves Carlo and Carlo was, you know, he loved Carlo's hugs. Big bear. <laughs> <and Paul's. laughs> uh, but I think Carlo he loves hugs, doesn't he, Ronaldo? Gets to the players and he connects with the players. He's a very much a, a, a sort of a player manager in a way. Do you know what I mean? Like he is... He's one of those managers that will give players creative freedom. Uh, he won't do that much work with them. They'll sort of play their own game. He'll, he'll free them up. He'll fit a system. Basically, he's just very good at finding a, a way to fit in all of his indi- all of his individual players and, and making them sort of play as a team. So it could be interesting. But I think where this United team's going, I think Guardiola would be the, the best option. Great question here from Josh Barton. Who are you guys football lookalike? <laughs> I, it's been said more than once, Adam Lallana. I get quite often, yeah, especially if I'm growing my patchy it, facial hair. It's funny how how you are named the same. It's you know it's fate in many ways. Dave oh, used to get Manuel Neuer. Yes, yeah. a lot, and there was also another one he got. Um, Thomas Muller was a bit. No, well. he got another one which was even better. It was it was another oh German God. footballer. Um, it was like oh, I can't remember who it was. I'm gonna have to look this up. It was like Tim Tim or Great something. Great banter. Oh, you mean um, Timo Werner? Timo Werner. Is yeah, that it? Stuttgart, yeah, Stuttgart youngster, the, striker. Yeah. Timo Werner. And I it's just uncanny, it mate. Weird. It's uncanny. Uh, I've heard Javi Alonso a few before, which I think is almost uh, too generous. Is, is living the dream. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> For someone to be said they look like Javi Alonso, their head's going to fucking expand. Their ego is going to... We should send me to Germany and I'm going to try and get into Bayern Munich training as Javi Alonso. <laughs> Yeah, you we should all be made to I go. I think it's to the, the beard when you've got the bit of the, 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 the sort of the facial hair going on. There is a little a bit, bit more. the jabby. Yeah. If I just sort of walk um, up and sort of go, oh, um, bebe agua, um, send us. <laughs> I think you'd be cool, guys. Bebe agua. Let us know on Twitter though who you think we look like. Uh, if there's anyone better out there, because I remember someone sent us out on Twitter the Timo Werner one, and it was pretty bang on. So um, yeah. Well then, don't bother, guys. We've already found our lookalikes. <laughs> Um, another great week what other questions do we have there here on the Twitter I know there's so many uh, Bale or Ronaldo for Manchester United said Arteta assist uh, I think Bale is a, is Ronaldo. a much, much smarter one um, who will get yeah, relegated Dave, Ronaldo in do, do you not feel a little bit upset Dave that Ronaldo said in that press conference oh I wouldn't rule out going to one of United so he's sort of he's in sort of broken weird English he almost said I wouldn't rule out going to one of United's rivals and he was like but I wouldn't you know football's unpredictable he said yeah you know he's, he's engineered <laughs> he? that's all Trafford here's a question very simple the Herminator said who will get relegated in the Premier League Bournemouth 
Aston Villa. Leicester. Oh. Oh. No. Newcastle. Aston Villa and... Newcastle. Newcastle. Norwich. Because they're playing... Norwich. Bournemouth, Aston Villa, Norwich for me. Everyone agree? Go with that, yeah. Okay. Um, Anna Thomas uh, submitted some good questions here. She said, uh, if you had to pick one league of any sport to watch for the rest of your life, which would it be? NBA. Oh. Really? um, Would you pick NBA over, say, Premier League? I think Thank the you. obvious one is Premier League, right? The obvious Ooh, one. What about Champions League, technically? Ooh, a league. That'd be nice. Would you pick Premier League or Champions League? You've got to be Champions uh, League. Yeah, yeah, but the Champions League. So exciting. Oh, this is hard. Yeah, Champ- Champions League. Champo. It's the biggest, I, biggest Champions League. <laughs> Dave said when he first came here. Champions um, League. I think, yeah, maybe Champions League. I'd go Champions League in football. Here's an interesting one from Anna Thomas. Again, great question. Anna Thomas said, why don't you put up a video of the best bits of the pod on YT like Spencer Owen? It'd be interesting. Ooh. Wow. Next time we're all in the same room together, Anna. Or maybe even not, we will. Um, I think we might start a YouTube channel before the end of the year. You heard it here first. Um, And you'd have had to. Uh, (laughs) You'd have had to. Uh, but, But for now, she says... And maybe this applies to like in life, maybe not just football. Would you all? Would you rather always play but never win? We've been asked this before. Does that even make sense? Never play yeah. but always win. How can you win if you're never playing? Well, if you're part of a squad, but the oh, problem is if you, if you don't right, play a certain it. number of yeah. games, then you yeah. don't get the medal. Uh, so, I think it's always play but never win. I'd rather yeah. be yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so you'd rather be Steven Gerrard than um, Ryan Giggs. Uh, Ryan, Ryan Giggs played a lot though, Dave. Uh, Kim Louise but, said, do you listen to the front three? I don't think that was for us. I think she was sending that to someone else, but she's I mentioned do, us. I do listen just to see. Yeah, I do every like, now and then. Yeah, it's yeah, good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, good, yeah. A liar. Aaliyah. Aaliyah. Uh, a, who, a bloody liar. The, the bloody hardcore uh, listener who spent hours, a day, I think, downloading the podcast every week. She said, Lauren Cajoni, best PR defender at the moment. It's Toby uh, Alderweireld, mate. Toby. Well, surely, mate. Surely, it's uh, surely it's the the guy who's up for Player of the Month, Dejan Lovren. Mm, no, it's either no, Toby, Toby or Mike at the moment, isn't it? Toby. Um, I think it is Kashami. To be quite honest, in terms of quality, in terms Mental. of longevity, at the moment, at great. the moment, is the question. Yeah, he's the best. He's the best centre half in the Premier League right now. You've in terms of quality, in terms of how long he's, the level of performance that he's cons- you know consistently had year on year, he's by far you know small inside what half a season, half maybe probably about a season if we're saying halfway through last season he started Jesus. hitting real good form. So yeah, it's, for me it's got to be Kashelmi. Here's a uh, really uh, I'm wondering if to go for this question because it could potentially take up the rest of the podcast if we answered it. Is it That's how it. many football kits do you guys own, Alejandro? No, it's uh, if you were given 500 million to build a first team eleven that would win the Champions League. I, I saw that. I saw oh, that. Oh, I, I almost felt like we should have done it uh, its own podcast for that one. Let's so try. Like, and, let's try and do it. No, let's you do, want to try and do it. it. Let's just do it. Right, goalkeeper. But bear in mind, we've got to be realistic about you know market values. You can't go Neuer. No. Well, this right. is what I'm saying is, are we going to look um, at the market value right now? No, but that's just you know agree, we can agree on a market value. I think. All right, fair enough. Oh, but yeah, but Neuer's like worth a hundred million. Yeah, so we're not buying Neuer, right? We're going to buy go. someone, a good goalkeeper, maybe a young goalkeeper who's going to win the Champions League. I'm thinking, I'm thinking Butland. I'm thinking Lloris. I'm thinking people that maybe wouldn't cost an absolute fortune, but would cost a fair whack. What about Lloris? We could buy Lloris. Yeah. Well, he probably what? What would he be? Twenty. I'm not fair? sure. I want Lloris. I don't. I don't. What? I want Simon Mignolet. No, um, I, want, <laughs> I want a young, I want a young English goalkeeper. Jack Balland. 
I want what? Why? English keepers always Let's build it as if we're like inherently like, bottlers. But let's build it as if it's the the front three FC. We're like an English club. Let's okay, buy Butland. Enough, How much would you have to pay for Butland now? 15, 20, probably? I'm just trying to save us money here, Dave. Okay, let's yeah, go for Butland. Which will ultimately lose us the Champions League. Do you reckon they'd sell him? <laughs> Stoke would probably sell him for 15. Let's do that. Yeah, right, 15 uh, mil. What about Joe Hart? No. Nah, we'll go for Butland. He's young, isn't he? Just, <laughs> he's young. Um, right back. Who's the, what what who's formation the, are we playing, lads? We can't uh, just dive just, into this. No, we've got to go for a. Can we play 4 4 3 Diamond? <gasps> Ooh. 4 4 1 1 1. 4 4 1 1. Can we go 4 3 1 1 1? 4 3 1 1 1 1 1 1. Let's just do 4 3 3. It's simple. 4 3 3. Right, okay. Now Fuck let's, off, Adam, with your reductionism. Who's our striker? Let's go. We'll pick the formation. Let's go to the front. Who's the striker? A realistic, good striker. All um, right. Do you reckon we could buy Sergio for like I 60? Should, I think we should go either Sergio or Lewandowski. Let's go big with our striker. Lewandowski would cost more, I reckon. I mean, to be fair, is it a starting 11? Yeah, it's just the 11. So we've got a fair whack to, to blow on these. We could probably spend, what? That's almost 50 million. <laughs> yeah, we've got loads of money. But how much would Lewandowski? Jamie Vardy. No, get No, us. no party days. <laughs> You're chatting shit, have... mate. Uh, Lewandowski, right. How much would Lewandowski cost us? Probably about 80 mil. Pounds. How much would Suarez cost us? 100 mil? Yeah, he'd probably cost about 80, 90, 100. I, let's, I, let's go Lewandowski. Come on. Yeah. All right, Lewandowski. Uh, how much do you reckon he's going to cost us? Should we just say 100? 100 mil. 100 mil. mil. We've, we've, we can build we've this tiny blown team 100 million. Out. <laughs> All right, okay. Now, uh, left wing, right wing. Any thoughts? Um, this is a challenge for 100 mil. I understand now why... Um, why don't we save loads of money and get Yannick Balassian? Someone like that, you know? The next rung down. Yannick Balassi. Are you fucking kidding? Save loads of money. Um, what about Sado Mene? Obviously, yes. Right wing. Player. 20 mil. I mean, it could work. It could this work. Is why it has to be its own podcast. You mentalize. God. No, come on, we can do it. We're going to do this. The time breaks five minutes. Okay, so <laughs> central midfielders. Let's get Iniesta in. He's coming to the end of his contract. Busquets and Iniesta, right? Busquets, Iniesta, Iniesta, Iniesta. How much are Busquets going to set us back? Hasn't he got some massive release cost? Iniesta. Busquets is probably going to cost us about 30 mil. Probably. Okay, let's go, let's go Julian Weigel then. Oh, I love him. Next, Busquets. Get he, him in there. Is he going to cost us a fair whack as well? Alongside, oh, yeah. alongside him, I want, uh, I want to play midfield three with a, with a, a tip. Oh, yeah. I love a tip. I want, I want uh, Dave. Who did you say? Are you broke up? <laughs> Julian Weigel, but he went for like what six in the summer. So let's put fifteen. You know, we're buying. All right, okay. he's proved I, I himself. Think, I fifteen mil. Oh, guys, I think we're getting this. All right, Dave? I want. I alongside him, yeah, I want Emre Chan. Oh, no, okay. no. So now I, I, I ain't gonna win the Champions League that. Mm, no chance. How much? How much that's is gonna win a that's your league. choice, Lawrence? I'll do my choice last. Who? Who? Do, who what's you say? Twenty? How much? Twenty million? I'd, yeah, I, I reckon you could get Emre for about twenty-five right now. So we've got Weigel, Emre Chan. We need someone very creative in there now. We need someone yeah. who's going to be pushing the team forward, looking for those passes between the lines. Are we thinking Iniesta? We get him on the cheap. He's still got it in the tank to win the Champions League for us. <laughs> Does he? That's the question. Uh, yeah, definitely. He'd be, pretty, he'd be pretty. I reckon we could get him on the cheap as well. He's 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 getting on. He's old Iniesta. Okay, and then out on the wing, I'm going to go. Wait, how much is Iniesta going to cost us? That's what I'm saying. Oh, what? Three, th- four mil. He's thirty-one. Let's say let's say ten million. Ten for fifteen mil. Let's say fifteen because we've got we've got fifteen out on the wing. I reckon we could persuade. Kingsley Coman. Oof. I think we need a. We've got. I feel we need a bit more quality than that. I do. I like, I like the style. Yeah, I like Kingsley Coman, but we've got a lot I'm of going money. For the non-obvious here, guys. I can't believe you just got, you're just going. 
Why should I be Alonso? Can we Why go? This? Can we get Bale or Aubameyang or someone else? Just force no, them Aubameyang in at the, the middle, doesn't he? Let's, but let's, let's crowbar well, him in. We got hundred million. What we about could insignia, insignia from Napoli. Insignia. Um, Having a very good season. Left wing no. is that? Left or right? Insignia. Cardi guys. No. Right. Can we put? We're going to put Bale in because we can just blow hundred million on Bale. All right. Let's stick him in. Or Neymar. Two hundred mil. Oof. <laughs> What's your no, reckon? I'd rather, Bale. I'd rather have Bale than Neymar. Right, no. Bale, 100 million. He's left or right wing. Bale, Lewandowski, and then on the opposite wing, Kingsley. Dunk. No, we need some star power. We need some you more star power. Bench. We've got star um, power. This is why we could never manage a team, Adam. Uh, <laughs> what about, what about Mares? Oh, Mares. <laughs> He'd be cheap. 20 million. In midfield, Danny Drinkwater. <laughs> you nailed it. If you want... Jamie Vardy up top. Yeah. Right, hold on. So we spent 100 million on Bow, 100 million on Lewandowski, yeah. uh, 20 on Mares, 25 on Chan, 15 on Weigl, 15 on Iniesta. Uh, so we've got Mexico. we've got about f- we've got over 200 million to spend just on the defense. So we can pretty oh. much get the best defense in the world. I'm fine. With that. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so uh, who's our best two centre backs right now? Uh, best two centre backs in the world. We're looking at what? Thiago Silva, yeah, Sergio yeah. Ramos. Uh, I wouldn't buy Ramos. How much for Silva? That's going to be a lot. Should we just should we blow 50, 60 on him? Yeah, that'll do. 50 million. 50 million will probably get him. Who's the other, who's the other centre back? Um, do we need someone a bit more, you a bit of calmer player? Like a, maybe the man we were talking about before. Who? Lauren Koscielny. Ooh, that, no that chance. Be, that's not, we've, we've got, got the paciest of back lines. So basically through. we've got, we've got, we've got uh, 190 million to spend on our three other defenders. We can look at that. And then, uh, okay, so who are we going for at left back? Left, who's the best left back in the entire world? Leighton Baines. Jordi Alba. <laughs> oh. Yeah, let's get Jordi Alba. Pace. Jordi he can, Alba, he can Marcello. Guys, what about, um, and then at right back? Danny, it's Alaba, isn't it, at left back? Yeah. Come on, that's no, it. No, So, yeah. Alaba left back, he's going to set us back 50, probably. He's the best left back. Yeah. He is, and we have to have an Austrian in the side. Um, um, so, now we've got 140 left to spend. Other centre-back, he's the best centre-back in the world, Sergio Ramos. Um, PK. Company, PK. Uh, we'll get Mascarano in there just Mascarano. in case we have like an injury in midfield you know, put, put him up there yeah, yeah. I like Mascarano how much is Mascarano going to set us back 50 50 oh, nah 30, 30. 30. Max. 30? 30 who's, in his twilight now who's the best yeah. right back in the world because we can pretty player? much afford anyone Danny Alves yeah Nathaniel Klein um, <laughs> I think we might be going for Alves here Unless... I'm going to go for Glenn Johnson <laughs> um <laughs> Let's go for Alves. I'm going to go for Dom. 20, 20. Alves will cost 20. Now, what I'm going to suggest is we take out Emery Chan because we've got 110 left to spend. Let's get Pogba. Let's get Pogba. So we take out Iniesta and put in Pogba. Pogba's so inconsistent. Come on, mate. It's a one-off game. Can we... Okay, instead of We've got 110 million left. All right, Adam. I'm doing this for chemistry. (laughs) All right, Can we take out... I think we should take out... Can we take out Iniesta? Can we put in Marco Royce? No, we we'll put Marco Royce in instead of we'll put Marco Royce in instead of Mares, and Royce is going to cost us how much? You're kidding me! Why are you trying to spend all our money? Forty, forty, forty million for he must be fifty, sixty. Royce is worth eighty, sixty million. Sixty. Okay, so we've come in under budget. I don't understand why people listen to this podcast anymore. I, we have spent completely taken away from all the good things we built. Now listen to this for a team. <laughs> After all the good work we did at Barcelona and Bayern, now we listen come to this team. Inside. 
No. I can't believe it, Adam. It's it's, peeps, uh, it's pundits like you that make me sick. Now, basically, this is <laughs> the, this, this is the this is the conversation starter. All right, it's just the beginning. Send us your team for five hundred million. Yeah, that's what we want, and the best team will get some sort of prize. Uh, we'll we'll send you a prize next week. We'll send Very you vague. Um, but listen, in goal we've got Jack Butler, fifteen million. <laughs> that's, a, that's a terrible start. <laughs> we've got another seventy <laughs> million. We've got seventy <laughs> million. In. We've got seventy million. If we want to right, get someone let's else, let's David De Gea. Let's just get David right. De Gea. In. How much is David De Gea costing us again? Seventy million. Okay, so we're still it's under budget. Well, let's just how say. Much, how much did Raul get? He just signed a new contract, though. So we'll say fifty. We'll say fifty mil. Yeah, fifty. Right, fifty mil for uh, for uh, David De Gea. Uh, we've whacked fifty million on Alaba. Fifty million on. Thiago Silva, 30 million on Mascherano, 20 on Dani Alves. We've gone 15 million on Iniesta, 15 million on Vigal, 25 on Emre Chan, 60 million on Royce, 100 million on Lewandowski, and 100 million on Gareth Bale. Bring this to 465 million. So we're even under budget. We could go and blow another, you know, 45 mil. We're still party or something. Yeah, 45 mil. We'll spend it all. You're all invited. We're having I'm a Jenny massive Vardy party when we win the Champions League. You can all come along. It's going to be the best party ever. Um, that pretty much brings an end to this week's uh, podcast. We, I think we got there in the end, you know. We, that was a good little team we put together. Jack Bullen was a mistake. I admit yeah. that now. But we've all rectified right. it. We, we went and got David De Gea instead. And um, to complete the team, we've got the question somewhere. I can't find it right now. But... Um, Someone submitted the question, what's your favourite kit this season? Hit. Kit. Kit. Oh, kit. Um, uh, Germany home is nice. Yes, that is a very nice kit. Mm. The Spain uh, away one people are a fan of. That Spain away Spain, one. That Spain away kit I like. modelled on the football they, they, rep. They, um, I do cute. like... There's a couple of German teams that I like. I did quite like... Um, I do quite like Wolfsburgs. Yes, that's all right. Um, and who else is playing in the Champions Who's the one with the diamond and the B, the B in the middle? Russia, um, uh, Much and Gladbach. Gladbach actually have a pretty nice kit. Um, I quite like, was it Sion that played Liverpool last night with the stars on? I thought that was just a bit different. Yeah, all right, maybe that. It looked a little bit too uh, world star hip-hop website-y for me. Um, <laughs> Blimey. And then, um, mm, I, all right, yeah, I, I put the home kit as Germany's controversial mm. uh, what, what what would you put as the away kit <sighs> bloody hell um, maybe we can make it Sion's kit or maybe we make <laughs> a, a, glab, a glab back kit yeah oh no the PSG that. away kit that black one is Ooh, deadly that's very nice I love that it is a, yeah that uh, also the yeah that that black kit is a very good kit um, so thank you very much for submitting your questions uh, we tried to get for as many as we can I think we got for quite a lot of them um, there's a suggestion here from Anna Thomas who was sending a question earlier uh, and asking for video she said why don't you do a drunken Q&A Christmas special we could all get have a few pints what do you reckon I'm happy to do that yeah. I'm, f- I'm all for it mate I'm all for it um, right thank you very much <laughs> thank you very much for listening if the good people the whole want to find more of your words on Twitter Lawrence where would they go for that uh, at Lost Cast, L-O-Z-C-A-S-T. See you there. And Dave, where would they go? Um, I think they'd go for the Squawker Dave handle, S-Q-U-A-W-K-A-D-A-V-E. You on YouTube? Um, yeah, as well. Dave O'Brien TV. <laughs> I still haven't changed it yet. I need Dave to, O'Brien I need to TV. Um, it's a mess. If you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at Adam Boltwood. If you want to look at the YouTube channel, we're all making it. It's the Football Republic. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you on Wednesday. <laughs>